Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey His command to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour or the day your Lord is coming. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. So thankful to be with you once again on the program Watch Therefore. Oftentimes we record our program outside in front of the Sea of Galilee. Today it's over 100 degrees in the Galilee, so we're inside. And today I'm introducing the first of two teachings from my book, Activate the Blessings of the Abraham Covenant, chapter 9 in my book titled The Long Line, which you will understand in just a little bit. Uh, but know this, it can be a great blessing to avoid unnecessary trouble by learning what not to do, especially in this generation. Let's have a word of prayer together. O oh, Father in heaven, and our great Messiah, Jesus' name, thank you for the special time we have together. Please bless all of our viewers and bless the teaching and hearing of your word that we might be prepared even more for your coming forth in the clouds as we watch therefore and get and stay ready. Thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we've seen in this teaching series that all born-again disciples of our Savior Jesus are children of Abraham. One place we saw that was in Galatians chapter 3. And we've also seen that the Lord operates by His covenant promises today and forever. Covenant in the Bible is the Lord's promises to His people. Bible prophecy is the way he has decided to keep those promises. Covenant promises, prophecy, promises kept. And we've seen that the Abraham covenant is fulfilled by our Savior Jesus in the new covenant. Our Savior Jesus will fulfill and keep all seven perfect promises of the Abraham covenant. And also, by way of reminder today, I'm going to use the name Abram or Abraham interchangeably. And I taught earlier in the series on how and why the Lord changed Abram's name to Abraham. Now let's review, read Genesis chapter 12, where we find these seven promises. Now the Lord had said to Abram, get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And today, as we look at the sixth promise in this covenant, be reminded that the promises were handed from Abraham down to Isaac, from Isaac then to Jacob. The Lord changed Jacob's name to Israel, and then down to the descendants 
of Israel, the Jewish people. And I will curse those who curse you, are words from the Genesis 12 promises to Abram that have produced an interestingly long line. It's as if they're handing out free money at the front of that line, while the actual result is great tragedy and sorrow and trouble. The world historically, and now more than ever, is full of people fighting to get to the front of that line where the most tragic sorrows and troubles are distributed. First, let's look at the actual meaning of these words uh, in the original Hebrew from the Bible. This will help us clearly understand the even greater severity for wrong thinking about Israel. The English word curse is used twice in this sixth promise. But actually, there are two different Hebrew words here. Here is another and very accurate way of interpreting, translating this passage. I will curse those who lightly esteem you. I will curse those who have lightly esteemed you. It's used this way in other places in the Bible. For example, see how this word is used uh, see how it's used as lightly esteemed in Isaiah chapter 9. Nevertheless, the gloom will not be upon her who is distressed as when first he lightly esteemed the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. Then in 1 Samuel, So Saul's servants spoke these words in the hearing of David, and David said, Does it seem to you a light thing to be a king's son-in-law, seeing I am a poor and lightly esteemed man? Elohim the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit is very serious about His covenants as they are directly tied to the integrity of His holy name. Our Savior calls Satan the father of lies. One sad thing about liars is often they try to make others out to be liars. Have you ever seen someone who behaves in an ungodly way and then they turn around and accuse others of behaving the same way? The flawless character of Elohim, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is established on the foundation of truth. The liar Satan does all he can to make our true and living God out to be a liar like Satan himself is. Here's an important question. Even his, as Israel has been in great sin and cast out to live in the nations of the world, why is the Lord bringing them back? to fulfill His covenant and Bible prophecy prophetic plans. Is it because of the righteousness of the Jewish people? No, to the contrary. Yet here's an important reason the prophet Ezekiel gives us. And this is a very powerful and timely passage for the hour in which we live. Ezekiel 36, Therefore say to the house of Israel, Thus says the Lord God, I do not do this for your sake, O house of Israel, but for my holy name's sake, which you have profaned among the nations wherever you went, and I will sanctify my great name, which has been profaned among the nations, which you have profaned in their midst. And the nations shall know that I am the Lord, says the Lord God, when I am hallowed in you before their eyes, for I will take you from among the nations, gather you out of all countries and bring you into your own land. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you and you shall be clean. I will cleanse you from all your filthiness and from all your idols. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgments and do them. 
Then you shall, dwell, you shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers. You shall be my people, and I will be your God. It is for the sake of Jehovah Elohim, the Lord God, that he's going to finish the judgment and restore our righteous remnant to Israel. This is also true regarding those who esteem them lightly in Israel's time of sin and blindness. Adonai Yeshua, our Lord Jesus, will keep his promise to Abraham to curse those who esteem the Jews and the nation of Israel lightly. There's an exhaustive list of empires and world leaders who have learned the hard way that it's never good to get what is handed out in this long line. The ash heap of history is cluttered with those who failed to heed the warning of the Lord. Let's take a look at some of them. And then some of the end time fulfillments of this Abrahamic covenant promise. As the old saying goes, the Jewish people always get to the funerals of those who try to destroy them. Well, certainly, the most powerful nation with the mightiest army in the world was Pharaoh's Egypt during the time of the Jewish bondage. Defiantly, when Pharaoh found himself face to face with the God of Israel's assigned deliverer Moses, he refused to let the slaves go free. Why? It's because Pharaoh esteemed them lightly. He didn't see them as Elohim's special people of the Abraham covenant. To him, they were just lowly slaves useful fodder for building his cities. Pharaoh's wrong thinking caused him to act very wrongly against Israel. Yet the Lord saw these precious souls through very different lenses than those of the world. Shouldn't we learn to look through the lenses of the Lord's glasses at his covenants? Yehovah Elohim, the Lord God, sees the Jews as his armies. Look at Exodus 6. These are the same Aaron and Moses to whom the Lord said, Bring out the children of Israel from the land of Egypt according to their armies. And then Exodus 11. But against none of the children of Israel shall a dog move its tongue against men or beasts, that you may know that the Lord does make a difference between the Egyptians and Israel. And then we see in the Bible that the Lord quite literally pummels the land of Egypt kills the firstborn across their land, including Pharaoh's son. And then he dismantles and destroys the mightiest army on the entire earth. Why? It's because of the curse of the Abraham covenant. Oh, please take this promise very seriously. Look at Exodus 14 with me. Now it came to pass in the morning watch that the Lord looked down upon the army of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and cloud, and he troubled the army of the Egyptians, and he took off their chariot wheels so that they drove them with difficulty. And the Egyptians said, Let us flee from the face of Israel, for the Lord fights for them against the Egyptians. Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the sea, that the waters may come back upon the Egyptians on their chariots and on their horsemen. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And when the morning appeared, the sea returned to its full depth while the Egyptians were fleeing into it. So the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. Then the waters returned and covered the chariots, the horsemen, and all the army of Pharaoh that came into the sea after them. Not so much as one of them remained, but the children of Israel had walked on dry land in the midst of the sea, and the waters 
were a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. So when we come back in just a moment, you'll see more about those in the long line, past, present, and then in the very near future. Watch therefore and be ready. This Watch Therefore television program and message is going into 200 million homes in 200 countries. Oh, hallelujah. As the Lord is using this as a tool to help make disciples who will hear from him one day very soon. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. This message stirs the lukewarm to repent and seek after the Lord with a whole heart. It also ties perfectly with the gospel as many see the desperate need for a savior in these waning hours of this prophetic generation. Remember to watch therefore and be ready. Along with our Watch Therefore television program, we have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. Like Romans 1.16 says, to the Jew first and then to the nations. Our co-founding partner of Blessing Israeli Believers, John McTurnan and myself, we co-founded the ministry as we partner with Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors, and so much more. And then our To the Nations ministry poured out for the nations where we go to many countries in Africa and other places as well, getting out the gospel, preaching the Watch Therefore message seeing many saved, helping orphans and widows as well. Oh, what incredible opportunities we have through blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. What a way to watch therefore and be ready when our Savior comes for us in the clouds. A great way to get acquainted and stay close to our ministry is through our monthly free newsletters. You can receive your blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations newsletter by post or by email. Uh, we have updates about what's going on in the ministry along with important devotionals that will help you to watch therefore and be ready. Go to our website, watchtherefore.tv and sign up for our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's monthly newsletters. Along with prayer, there are those who would like to financially partner with our ministry. First, let me say this. If you've not yet received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, Please do not send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you would be our guest and even pray to receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord today. For those who would like to financially partner with the ministry, there's three primary ways to do so. You can give to our Watch Therefore television program, our ministry blessing Israeli believers, or poured out for the nations. You can do so by post or online. There's information there on the screen. What a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven and to watch therefore and be ready. In these critical times where the birth pains and the other signs of the time are increasing and, and the shaking is becoming more prevalent in the world today. Folks, my book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready is a great resource to help you to be calm, full of faith, and understand the times in which we live. So we're offering my book again, Watch Therefore and Be Ready, uh, with a donation of any amount to our ministry. We don't want money to be a hindrance to you getting this book. With a donation of any amount, you can get your copy of the book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready. And guess what that will help you to do? It will help you to 
to Watch Therefore and be ready. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. I'm continuing on in my teaching series for my book, Activate the Blessings of the Abraham Covenant. And today we're being reminded of what not to do. And I will curse those who curse you. Our words from the Genesis 12 promises to Abram that have produced an interestingly and tragic long line. It's as if they're handing out money in the front of that line when the actual result is great trouble and sorrow. And we've looked at the sixth promise of the Abraham covenant, I will curse those who curse you. And we've seen that it could also accurately be translated, I will curse those who lightly esteem you. And we've seen that there's an exhaustive list of empires and world leaders who have learned the hard way that it's never good to get what is handed out in this long line. The ash heap of history is cluttered with those who failed to heed the warning of the Lord and His Word. And we looked to the Bible at Pharaoh's Egypt. Next, let's take notice of another from the dustbin of history. The Philistines could have rightly been considered the arch enemies of Israel. Whenever the Philistines had an opportunity, they would kill Jews and take land from Israel. Demonic brutality was also associated with this heathen nation. So then, here's a question. Have you ever met a Philistine? No, and you never will, because now they're nothing more than a historical people group who only exist in the dustbin of history. Look what the prophet Ezekiel says. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, I will stretch out my hand against the Philistines, and I will cut off the Carathites and destroy the remnant of the seacoast. Next, Haman came from a people group who had a deadly heritage as cowardly murderers. By deception, Haman the Amalekite Harness the most powerful earthly force of his generation to destroy the Jews. The plan was to systematically kill them across the Persian Empire, including Mordecai the Jew. He was to be hanged on the gallows that Haman had constructed. Yet instead, Haman and his ten sons got what was given out in this long line. Esther 7. So they hanged Haman on the gallows that he had prepared for Mordecai. Then the king's wrath subsided. Esther 9. Then Esther said, If it pleases the king, let it be granted to the Jews who are in Shushan to do again tomorrow according to today's decree, and let Haman's ten sons be hanged on the gallows. So the king commanded this to be done. The decree was issued in Shushan, and they hanged Haman's ten sons. Now let's move forward to more modern times. Not understanding the satanic energy behind the hatred of the Jews, the world sat back, hoping for the best, and watched Hitler develop a monstrous military machine. The deception was like a black cloud that shrouded the global society who could not perceive this kind of lethal brutality and destruction that would engulf the entire earth. All they had to do was look to Haman, the Philistines, and Pharaoh to understand that Hitler's threats were not merely rhetoric. When a madman plans to acquire destructive weapons, he also plans to use them, especially when he starts with the Jews. Here's something also very important to consider. 
that what happened to the Jews, it went global. World War II should remind us that if the world watches the bullying of the Jews with support or indifference, it won't take long for the bullying to reach everybody's front door. Militant Islam is a great example. And know this, they always lose when they come against the Abraham covenant. And when you hear this psalm I'm about to read and then learn where the modern names for these places are, think about what you see in the news today and stand in awe of the prophetic word of the Lord our God. Oh, praise your holy name, Yeshua, our Lord Jesus. What I'm going to do as I read Psalm 83 is I'm going to place within the passage modern names to help us understand. So here we go, Psalm 83. Do not keep silent, O God. Do not hold your peace and do not be still, O God. For behold, your enemies make a tumult, a tumult and those who hate you have lifted up their head. They have taken crafty counsel against your people and consulted together against your sheltered ones. They have said, come and let us cut them off from being a nation that the name of Israel may be remembered no more. For they have consulted together with one consent. They form a confederacy against you. The tents of Edom, where southern Jordan and, west, and the West Bank are, according to Psalm 137, verse 7, and the Ishmaelites, Egypt and other Middle East descendants, Moab, central Jordan today, and the Hagrites, Egypt, Gebel, where Lebanon is with Hezbollah uh, having a great influence. Hezbollah has 150,000 rockets pointed at Israel. Ammon, northern Jordan, and Amalek, today's Sinai Peninsula, Philistia, the Gaza Strip, with the inhabitants of Tyre, also where Hezbollah is today, Hezbollah influence today. Assyria, part of today's Syria and Iraq, also has joined with them. They have helped the children of Lot, northern Jordan today, Selah. So just think of the current names and boundaries of these ancient peoples named in Psalm 83. Isn't it amazing? It's today's news, though it was written about 3,000 years ago. Realize that historically, these countries were never in this kind of federation against Israel until 1948. Yeah, this is when the Arab League, spawned and facilitated by militant Islam, joined with one heart and mind to destroy Israel. As you read Psalm 83, Notice that Israel's enemies are the enemies of Yehovah Elohim, the Lord God. It's because they're God-haters that they hate Israel. And additionally, if you read further in Psalm 83, the unfolding pronounced judgment is like that of Israel's enemies in the book of Judges, who, to, who tried to take Israel's land for their own possession. And the judgment against those who came against Israel in the book of Judges will certainly befall those of Psalm 83, as the world will witness very soon in living color. Folks, this Psalm 83 war is going to shake the earth. Sorry, they shouldn't have stood in that long line where the deadly curse of the Abraham covenant is dispensed. You know what? 
the short line is looking better by the moment. The I will bless those who bless you line. Yeah? Well, I'm going to finish this teaching later. Before we close, look at a warning in the New Testament given to Gentile Christians and a passage demonstrating the Lord's heart for Israel. Romans chapter 11, For I do not desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own opinion, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in, and so all Israel will be saved. As it is written, the Deliverer will come out of Zion. He will turn on godliness from Jacob, for this is my what? Covenant with them when I take away their sins. Then Romans chapter 10, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. Okay, now it's time to activate. At the end of many chapters of my book, I have activation points to take our faith into good works of grace. Faith that works. I'm going to give two activation points today. Number one, today, if you've been thinking lightly about the Jews, the nation of Israel, repent. Ask forgiveness from Adonai Yeshua, our Lord Jesus, and get out of that long line. Two, today, begin seeking Abba Father, Messiah Jesus, and the Holy Spirit for His loving heart for the Jews and the nation of Israel. And before we go, I must share the gospel of Jesus Christ with you. Do you know that you're saved? Do you see these things from the Bible leaping off the pages today? This means our Savior, King Jesus, is coming for us in the clouds very soon. All hell is about to break loose on this earth. And then judgments of God that make it so people who have been saved will spend eternity with the Lord. But those who have not received Jesus as their Savior will be cast into hell and then the lake of fire forever. Oh, know that God loves you and He sent His only begotten Son to live a sinless life on this earth. So when the nails went through His hands and feet, His innocent blood was being spilled to pay for every time we have lied, cursed God's name, stolen Him, much more. He loves you. He wants to forgive you. But you must repent. You must turn away from your sins and receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord. Cry out out to Him today. Oh, Lord Jesus, please save me. Forgive me. Give me a new life that honors God, I believe you died on the cross for my sins and rose again. I want to turn away from my sins today and follow you. Help me, Lord Jesus. Amen. And if you're doing that today, there's information there on the screen. Contact us. We want to send you some literature free to help you begin your new life in Messiah Jesus. Yes. Oh, hallelujah, folks. Today is the day. Today is the day to begin living a life that demonstrates I'm watching for this King to come and for me in the clouds. I believe He could come at any moment, and I want to be ready. And that's why the name of this program is After the Lord's Coming in Matthew 24 and other places. Watch Therefore and be ready. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. 
You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again Our conquering king On that day His sword will go forth To take back